Welcome to Spirit School. I'm your mentor, Danielle Serenk, also known as the Squamish Medium. In this podcast, I share honestly all I have learned about the mediumship and spiritual development journey. My intention is to normalize these conversations, to make way for a more confident, clear, and connected wave of lightworkers, serving the world of spirit with an open and joyful soul. Welcome again to Spirit School. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Spear School. What I wanted to share today as part of the podcast episode is I often feel like, though I love the podcast and I do offer as much as I humanly can through this podcast as far as knowledge goes and experiences that I've had in hopes that you will feel normal on your spiritual development journey and your mediumship development journey. There's just something about being in the energy with other people and teaching people live that just brings out like the most wisdom, the most confidence, the most inspiration through me. It's edited because I want to be sure to honor everybody's privacy, but I hope you enjoy this conversation today. So come on live. I did my sitting in the power day three class today. I wanted to share just a couple teachings from that because I think it's important and it kind of came through channels. I thought it would be something kind of cool to talk about. I don't think I've really talked about it before. I feel like I have come more into my power a little bit, more into my voice. One of my friends has said, you know, I feel like you've really faced your shadows. I definitely feel really changed in the past few months, but I have had a really hard year. And I don't think you can only grow through difficult times, but I do want to acknowledge and recognize that this has been probably the hardest year of my life in a lot of ways, personally, in my family, health-wise, mental health-wise, business-wise even, to be honest with you, the hardest year of my life. And so I just feel so much more powerful because of it. I don't know why that is, but it's just the fact that you can thrive through times like this makes you feel like really powerful. So I just wanted to have a little bit of a spiel about consistency because this came through in the teaching from Sitting in the Power today and I thought it was actually pretty wise the way they brought it through. And I do feel this came from outside of myself. So let me just kind of say what I'm saying there. It's like around this pressure that is put on us around consistency and like being consistent. And I know for me, even when it comes to like sitting in the power and different ways of development, I have never been someone who has been terribly consistent in some of the activities that I do. I am such a seasonal person. Even in the way that I show up in my offerings, there will be times of the year where I just want to do readings like right now. I'm not doing any mentorship outside of my one client and my membership, and I am just doing tons of readings. And that's kind of my season. And then when I head into fall, based off of years past, I will go more into my teaching. And then when I look at things like sitting in the power, a beautiful development exercise, and then this desire to be consistent, I've always been really hard on myself because there have just been certain times of the year that I have desired consistency. And what used to happen before I started giving myself the permission slips I'm going to be giving you today, when I started to contemplate, and contemplate is a very sacred word to me, contemplate is a very sacred act for me. And when I started to contemplate on the activity and the meaning of the word consistency, 
I started looking at where it shows up around me. And I started looking in the world that we exist in. There is not a whole lot of consistency in the world around us. There's not a whole lot of consistency in nature. Nature also works in seasons. And there's not a whole lot of consistency in the animal kingdom. It also works in season. I even think about our old human experience and how we change every minute of every day. And the only consistency in our lives is change. That's the only thing we can depend on. It's the only thing we can predict is that things will change. So if we are trying to force consistency in our lives, when there is nothing in the natural world that shows an example of consistency, are we kind of running up a hill? What I would like to say to you is just honor that there may be certain times of your seasons of your year that you feel more consistent than others. And then when there are times where you don't desire that consistency, can you give yourself a little bit of space and freedom to just kind of do what you want to do and just trust that is getting to where you're meant to be and that you will not miss something. There's just so much this or that in the spiritual space, so much absolution that I just want to break free from. And if it resonates with you and offers you a little bit of space and freedom, that's what I've come here to say today. Okay, that's my spiel. I did do a demonstration yesterday and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a healing experience. I felt I'm becoming into acceptance a lot more in the past year than ever before around the type of medium I am, the type of mediumship that I do. And I think the demonstration yesterday gave me a lot of clarity and a lot of validations for myself on the type of medium that I want to be. And so I really appreciate that you enjoy the way that I demonstrate my mediumship. So thank you so much. Okay, let me see. How do you feel when you're about to up-level and expand in your business? I'll tell you that there's always a contraction before my expansion. I never really listened to Esther Hicks before or Abraham, however you want to say it. I heard it a couple times, but after I left TikTok and I committed to immersing myself in more positive content, I started listening to like little mini clips. There was this clip that I couldn't get out of my head where she talked about why contrast is so necessary and the beauty of contrast. And ever since then, I've been seeing the word contrast and teachings around that everywhere. And I started understanding and recognizing my own patterns that before an expansion, there's always a contraction. So often now I've seen the pattern so consistently that whenever I am in a what feels like contracted space in my business, so maybe that means like not a lot of bookings are coming in, not a lot of people are asking about my programs, or it feels like growth has slowed down. What happens after that is a big expansion. I still don't understand why that's necessary. I just recognize within my own pattern when I'm in that kind of like space. Here's the thing. Here's one of my realizations last night. I've been making so many investments in my business with this retreat, like almost depleted my bank account because they need so much upfront cash with a retreat. I had to give like $10,000 over. That's non-refundable for a retreat that's happening next year in April. My business bank account was lower than it ever has been before. And that typically would have me feeling like I'm not doing enough or that I need to like launch something or da 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 make me feel like very pressured and rushed. But yesterday I had such a beautiful day and so many incredible experiences that when I was journaling at night, I understood that I was actually in a contraction space in my business, but I could find joy 
in that place. It's like I could find true joy in one of the most downward spirals, if you will, in my business history. And I could find joy in that. And I felt like I won a prize from being in that contracted space and being able to find true joy in being there. And I think there's something to that that I'm still unpacking, but that's what I have to say about that. And I'm going to use the word God here. I don't remember where I first heard this quote, but it was kind of like when you're in a setback, God's preparing your comeback. And I think that there's like some alignment with that as well. So yeah. And then when the expansion comes, I've learned to understand that in my cycle, the wheel of fortune is ever turning and it's not going to last forever, that expansion, but I want to enjoy it to high hell while it's here. And I'm going to ride that wave and honor that ebb, right? Nothing in nature blooms all year. That's been one of my biggest things ever since the August spirit messages came out. And when I'm inspired speaking, because that's really what it is, I'm inspired speaking. The world of spirit is inspiring me in like what to say in those spirit messages. I take into consideration everything that is said as well. And so I started to become more aware of like the natural world and that we exist and how much of ourselves we try to force that's just not natural. So then we always feel like we're in a deficit or we always feel like there's more healing to be done or something, right? It's like, no, nothing in nature is like that, you know? I had a big lesson too around in my early years of mentoring I tried to be everything to everybody. I tried to be literally everything, like someone's therapist, someone's coach, somebody's mentor, somebody's teacher, somebody's best friend. It was a big learning through nature, and it always is. I saw a butterfly that had half a wing missing, and it was stuck on the ground. Very sad. And I just have such a bleeding heart. And I picked it up, and I put it in a cup, and I took it with me in my car for some reason. I was like trying to save it. And I ended up going, I was actually buying this ring from a local jewelry artist. And I was at her house buying this very ring. So funny, I chose to wear it today. And I put the cup outside so it didn't die in my car because of heat. And it was so sad. But when I came back to the cup, the ants had gotten it. And it was a real big lesson for me not to mess with the natural rhythms of the circle of life. And it was a big lesson for me in how I wanted to show up as a mentor to not be someone's like savior. And that I can't get too involved with somebody's natural rhythm that they have to move through in life. And it was a big lesson. When the obvious messages came through, it was huge for me because I was like, wow, there's so much to learn from the natural world around us. And so I am dedicated to become a little bit more conscious of that. If I'm feeling stuck on something or blocked on something, I might look to the natural world, whether that's Mother Nature or the animal kingdom, on like, how does this operate in the laws of their world? And understanding that we're operating in very similar laws. And I think that there's a lot that we can learn from that too. I will be honest, enjoy August, okay, because things are going to get real cray-cray after this until what I feel April next year. That's why I was actually going to do a retreat in October and I decided not to because as I tune into the energy of the upcoming months and you could talk to any astrologer, it definitely aligns with what I'm picking up as well. I think August is going to be a big gift for us. Enjoy this expansion because this is going to be returning more consistently, if you will. So after April, I definitely feel like things really start to lighten up. And that's kind of, I think that three-year work of how everything kind of started to go a bit wonky. This is the thing. If you're the type of person, which was me, (laughs) I was like this. I would spend a good day ruminating about how a bad day is going to come eventually. 
And that's a very Virgo thing too, like waiting for the other shoe to drop. And not everyone's like that. And I need to recognize that as well. But it's been a huge life learning for me to really enjoy the good days while they're here, not worry about bad days coming or not so great days coming, but really enjoy and soak up and be in the present moment of the good while it's here. And that's like really, really important to me. And you know, I don't think every lesson has to be learned through hardship, but for some of us who are a bit stubborn, I had a meme about this the other day, like where it was like this angel, like release the demons (laughs) when it's like, they're not getting it. They're not hearing release the demons. For some reason, I learned better through tougher times. And I will say, I don't know anyone who is like 100% thriving right now. But I also think that there were some previous spirit messages around really honoring the discomfort because I think that there's a reason why we are being asked to sit in the discomfort right now as a collective, right? Because we need change. It's unavoidable. We don't change when things are going well. We try to hold on to what is working. There's big changes that need to take place. So some of us need to feel that discomfort, unfortunately. I feel recession coming. It's kind of here already. Yeah, me too. I mean, even my mortgage interest, like after renewing my mortgage in March and I'm locked into a 1.2% and we're looking at 6%. So that's going to be a huge increase of cost. And I'm paying $10 for raspberries right now. And our gas is finally under $2 a liter. But yeah, the cost of living has skyrocketed, absolutely skyrocketed. But I don't know, you know, I'll be honest with you, like looking back at my life, When I was making 20 grand a year, I was doing okay. When I was making 100 grand a year, I was doing okay. It didn't matter what I was making. I was always able to have my basic needs met me personally. So I don't get too, too stressed about that type of stuff because I just have like this faith that I'll always be provided for in some way or another. One day, I hope to be able to hold on to both. I am the type of person that whenever I get something, I kind of give it away a bit. June 2020, I had an astrologer on my podcast. I don't unfortunately talk to her very much anymore. Her name used to be Mystic Lynn's, and I hope she's doing well. But she told me in June 2020 on my podcast that this was a four-year cycle. That was hard to hear in June 2020 because that's when things started looking better before the second wave came. But I've had it in my head that we were going to be in a four-year cycle, and that helped me psychologically prepare. (laughs) So... You know how fast six months could go, right? I mean, look at February. Can you believe like February was like the month before my brother almost died? And so that feels like yesterday in some ways. So six months goes by pretty fast. Here's the thing. Don't think about six months. Think about how amazing August is, right? To <laughs> like live in this for a second. There's a lot of things coming up, especially in North America. I'd be curious for you down south because you're in the Southern Hemisphere, what you feel and if this is going to be different. I don't know if astrologers have any take on this, but there's some big system changes happening in the States and that affects us in Canada. There's a saying, when America sneezes, Canada catches a cold, right? And so what happens there affects us as well. And there's a lot of things politically coming up in October, November. The collective's going to feel it right? There's no way around it. The collective is going to feel it. So that's coming up and it's in alignment with the astrology as well from what I hear. If you follow Emily and her stars, I highly recommend you sign up for her newsletter and her podcast. She does incredible forecasts. She has calendars set up so that even though the overall energy for a month might be intense, there's still pockets within it that are lighter. She actually maps out a calendar every month that shows you what those little pockets are and they're really cool to like tune into. I mean, look at what we've already been through. Look how resilient we are now. 
I will tell you the biggest lesson I have had through the pandemic is I used to be a type controlling to the 10th degree. There was no flexibility in my life, none. And I have had to learn how to be deeply flexible through the pandemic. And I am so much happier a person now because of that. So there are blessings I have pulled away from the chaos of like the past two and a half years. Just so you know, too, and I say this on my spirit messages as well, it's not going to be the same for everyone. And same with the astrology, like looking at Mercury retrogrades as an example. From what I understand from astrology, if you're born during a Mercury retrograde, the retrogrades are going to affect you very differently. And also where Mercury lands in your chart. We can't have a one-size-fits-all experience. We can only kind of snatch at what resonates for us. So that's okay that it doesn't make sense for you. I mean, who knows? Maybe you're going to be like, I'm thriving in October, November. And the collective's like, uh, can I take a refund on this life? Just know that it is going to all affect us very differently. Left your message today about going through fear to get to greatness. Yeah, you know, yesterday I did something I have avoided for nine years in my career, which was a public demonstration of mediumship. I've said this before, even the Gordon Smith books that I would read, I would literally skip over the demonstration chapters. I had no interest in it. Nope, not going to get up on a stage. Nope, have no desire to have all those people looking at me. And I did do two before lockdown, but I never did it online for a couple different reasons. And then yesterday, I was so terrified. <laughs> but one day I'll share the whole day and the whole experience with you. But you just show up and do it. And that was largely in part to good friends that were kind of talking to me throughout the day and a bunch of blessings that kind of came up through the day and it ended up being a really positive, amazing experience. And it was a big reminder for me that when I started my career, it was stepping through a lot of different fears and the liveliness and the life affirmation and like the feeling alive feel that you get after doing something that you know you want to do, but it's scary. There's just no feeling like it that can compare. I imagine that's why people paraglide and jump off cliffs and stuff. I just, I could never, but I imagine they have something very similar. I'm not into doing things that risk my life, but I imagine it's a similar thrill that people have who do like daredevil stuff that I would just never do. Pandemic was the best thing that ever happened to me. Hard, but amazing transformation. Me as well. I completely feel that. At the four-year mark, what is supposed to happen? So seriously, like this is where divine free will comes into play. Astrology just shows our highest potential. What happens is the decisions that we make every single day. The eventual outcome is dependent on each and every one of our divine free will and how we choose to show up, how we choose to think, how we choose to act. Very important at this point in time to start looking at your personal values. And anything that doesn't align with your personal values can't exist in your world. I've had to let go of a lot of different friends. I've had to let go of a lot of different partnerships. I've had to let go of a lot of different offerings that don't necessarily align with my values. Even business structures and the way that I run my business is changing because of my values. So I'll tell you, I've been working really hard on my values and I finally have my list nailed down. But I'll read them out to you right now. And I do recommend that you do something similar because there is so much divine free will at play at this very time. We don't know what the outcome is going to be. That's dependent on us collectively and individually. And we can't get overwhelmed with trying to control other people's divine free will, the outcome. We can only focus on our immediate circles. I had a reading with the country clairvoyant and he totally picked up your working on your values right now. And I held up my piece of paper. I'm like, I'm literally doing it right now. I've been working on it for weeks. And he gave me a really good advice. He's like, whatever you do for your values, 
start with the word being because it's action oriented your values. So here are my values. Being honest. Being flexible. Being respectful. Being generous with my attention. Being compassionate. Being open-minded. Being authentic. Being accommodating. Being reciprocal. And being kind. So those are my values. And I think it's important, and I think that's why we are experiencing what we're experiencing with the laws that have been recently passed. We have had to look at what our values are, and I don't care what your values are, what your opinions are about any of that, who's to say who's right and wrong and all that fun stuff. But what we have to look at and what is being shaken up is an opportunity here to look at what our values are. And our values help dictate our decisions. Their guiding principles and a compass on decisions that we make and choices that we make. I feel like a lot of us who feel like we don't know if we're floating around left, right, or center need to iron out what your values are. And then that would be your guiding principle. When all fails, just be kind. Like I tell my kids, I don't care how smart you are. I don't care how successful you are. To me, one of the biggest measuring sticks of being like a good human is kindness. That's just one thing I hope to see a little bit more in the world. And I think that we see like a lot of people who are like not acting from a place of kindness, but that's not going to be everyone's values either. I don't know why, (laughs) but I just imagine it's not going to be. So what is the retreat all about? Where will it be? So what spirit has gifted me so far the retreat is people who leave will know their voice, their authentic voice. So we're going to be doing work on really getting clear on what that authentic voice is. And they've given me exercises to do on getting people clear. Repose. The word that was gifted to me through the research I've been doing around Mary Magdalene. When I heard that word, when I was reading her gospel, this word repose like jumped out of the page. I had to Google it because I'd never seen it before. I'd never heard it. And it was like a deep state of rest after a time of trying, right? So deep state of rest after trying. So this again is going to be the three-year mark of the pandemic. And it's going to be a really relaxing retreat. There's going to be so much spaciousness. It's tucked away in the forest, in the deep woods of Canada. It's on a lake. does have Wi-Fi, but it's definitely a secluded retreat space. has like nooks and crannies in the building. You live, sleep, and eat there. And the days are going to be structured as far as I'm aware at this time where we do a morning activity. We have a really large break in the afternoon so that you can go hit up the lake. You can go kayaking. You can go hiking. You can journal. You can hang out with friends. And then we come back in the afternoon and then we have dinner together. And then the evening's going to either be breath work or restorative yoga, chanting, like really restorative type of activities. And it's going to be spacious, but it's going to be a place to really collect yourself again and get to know yourself again and get to know the new you. But the world of spirit has really made me know that the people who will be leaving this space will know who they are, and they will be able to voice themselves in very authentic ways. So that's something that's going to be coming up. It's going to be in April in Maple Ridge, Loon Lake Resort. I'm really excited about it. I went to a Tony Stockwell retreat there in 2016. It was like being a camp. I loved it. It was such a good experience. Great food there, great land. We're also going to be doing drum making with a local knowledge keeper as well, which will be part of that voice activation. So I'm really excited about it. That's all I know so far. I've just booked the space. My membership is going to get first dibs at registering. So I'm going to be opening it up to them probably next week because I want to make sure people can have like six month payment plans if they need it too. 
no penalty in spirit school. You will never be penalized for accessing a payment plan ever again. That's one of the big shifts I've had in my business and the realizations I've had through my contraction phase and becoming more trauma-informed in my business. So they'll have first dance at it and then the spirit school space, which you can join the community. And then if there's seats left, I will definitely advertise it on Instagram as well. But I do plan on doing two retreats a year, I think. But retreat spaces are really hard to find. Really hard to find. So we'll see. <laughs> but I do have the lake reserved next year for April and October. It's in the forest of Maple Ridge. I've never really hung out in Maple Ridge, but it's in the deep forest. It's at a UBC, which is the University of British Columbia Forest Conservatory space. So it's very sacred land. It's protected land. It's got the most incredible energy on it. You'll never have a more Canadian experience in your life. I love being on a lake. Oh my God. I love the sound of loons. And it is my greatest desire and my greatest dream to move so that I could live on a lake. I want to open my door and be on a lake. Like that's my biggest dream. And that's what I get with this space. Because if you listen to the loons in the morning, oh, nothing like it. I just love where I live. <laughs> so the collective will get first dibs at sign up and then I will post it in the spirit school community. So just join the spirit school community and then I'll let you guys know. But retreats are definitely going to be a thing for me in the future because I love community. It's a great way for me to be able to connect in with you guys. I'm also willing to travel. I have thought about doing a retreat in Ontario because I have so many clients in Ontario. And I've also thought about doing a retreat in California because I have so many clients in Arizona and California as well. So I am open to travel for them. God, it feels so weird saying that. I don't know why it feels so expansive saying that. <sighs> Something just kind of came up for me. It's like, wow, I can't believe we're here. <laughs> can't believe we're here. It's mind-blowing. I think that's where I'll leave it. I'm open to travel. And I think that this is going to be a big part of Spirit School and like what I'll be offering. And I'm working towards manifesting physical school as well, hopefully in Squamish. But I really want to live on a lake. I can see myself living on a lake. So me and my husband are always looking at that because he's just always up for anything. Now He trusts me so much. He's like, look, everything you do is magic. Just keep doing you. <laughs> he's like, you want to go to a lake? We'll go to a lake. So he's lovely like that. And so we're always looking for a house to live on a lake. I love you guys. Look at the values that you hold dear. Those will help you guiding companies for the decisions that you make. And know that whatever happens on the other side of the chaos of what we have experienced, there's still so much divine free will attached to it that every decision we make matters and it counts and it compounds towards the collective. Just keep being kind and keep showing up generously and honoring your own energy as well and doing it from a place of generosity and that it doesn't deplete you and just make decisions that align with your values and I think that we'll come out of this in a good space okay I love you guys have a great day did you know that spirit school is not just a podcast it's an actual school if you go to myspiritschool.com you can invest in self-study courses live programs, and of course, the Spirit School Collective, my baby, my monthly membership community. All Spirit School offerings are intended to get you feeling clear, confident, and connected to your spiritual path, your development journey, and of course, connected to other spiritual curious souls who are having similar experiences to you. I hope to see you in Spirit School.